in March 21st. What's up? What's going on, my friend? <laughs> March 21st, 2022 here in the States. In India, it is March the 23rd to uh, March the 22nd. Excuse me. March 22nd, 2002 in India. Here in the States, it is uh, March the 21st. And I believe only in the UK, it is uh, March the 22nd as well. And uh, it is bloody WWE Raw. How are you, mate? I am doing uh, good, Chris. How you doing, man? <laughs> I'm doing good, man. It's uh, it's another Monday. It's another, you know, hey, man, every day on, on this side of Earth is uh, uh, grateful. And I am very, very grateful, man, to to be an influencer to many people throughout the days and uh, of my my career. And I am blessed and nice. grateful. And uh, I absolutely love what I do. Beautiful, bro. Beautiful. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love what I do here, too. I love talking raw about you. I, I think raw stinks, but I love talking wrestling about i love talking about wrestling as someone who feels my pain like you yes yeah i do have to say this bro i do have to say this because whenever you got the chance to say anything positive we have to say it especially we do i will say this bro bro so what is how many more how many more shows till wrestlemania how many more raws uh next four hours to go home (laughs) well they they came close to the finish line, but I do have to say this, bro. At least this week, there was a little bit more focus on the build to these matches. Um, you know, more more focus than I've seen in a long time. So I'll give them that. But you know, I mean, bro, come on. The the, the last two weeks, the, the Rollins stuff just makes zero 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 cents you know bro that that, that's the thing i go back all the time to you know when i was riding with ed ferrara bro if we were in a room and this rollins story was being explained bro we would poke a hundred holes in it you know we would say Mm -hmm. you know well this doesn't make sense and that doesn't make sense and i mean we we would poke a hundred holes in it and wind up definitely not doing it but um you know, like I said, bro, maybe there was a little bit more focus on WrestleMania and the matchups, but uh, you know, the 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 the, the Rollins stuff—it just doesn't make any sense, bro. I, I'm we'll we'll get to that. It just doesn't make any sense. Agreed. On your to to your point regarding the um, more focus on the matches. Now, I'll give you that. I'll, I'll give you that, Vince. But again, still, my issue is you're finally locking in things. Yeah. Two weeks before yeah. WrestleMania. Yeah. And Omos still, uh, theoretically, you know, there's, there's some type of thing going on with him. We'll get to that. There's a match rumored for him. Again, there's only one go-home show before wrestlemania i believe right now there's like 12 uh 12 matches that well, not including cody and seth i think there's 11 matches in the segment so that would be like six like five matches in a segment for night one and six matches for night two and 
they have to just throw in at least about another two or three matches to make this two-night thing make sense. Well, Otherwise, bro, it just doesn't make sense to me. Bro, I got to tell you, what's 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 really sad, Chris, is, and l- let's just be honest with each other. Forget about this SmackDown brand. Look at the Raw brand. Bro, what is coming out of the Raw brand that is number one that people want to see? It's Austin. I, I mean, bro, that that is that is what's coming out of the if bro, if you asked everybody in that arena from the from the raw side, what are you looking forward to most at WrestleMania? They would say st- seeing Steve Austin. Bro, that's a very sad state of affairs, Chris. I yeah. mean, when you're relying on a guy whose heyday was 20 years ago, not even wrestling a match, just mm-hmm. being a part of an interview segment. And that's the strongest element from the raw side. Wow, bro. So somebody's not doing their job, bro. Agreed. Agreed 100%, man. And that's supposed to close out night one. That's the rumor right now. It's supposed to close out night one. Night one. The segment is supposed to yeah. the, the whole night one of WrestleMania, the close of it is supposed to be a segment. That just goes to show where we're at right now when it comes to wrestlemania ladies and gentlemen so let's break down the next to last show before the raw show before wrestlemania uh starts out with the kevin owens segment Uh, he mocks steve austin um and and i think this is i think this was funny i think this was funny and i knew it and i knew it i'm like Chicago, you guys are one of the markiest towns <laughs> in the entire country, right? Like you're supposed to know all the ins and outs, and you're supposed to have your own identity when it comes to being fans. You knew, you knew that Austin wasn't going to come out, but you all bought it. Hook, line, and sinker, as Vince McMahon would say. Well, see, bro, here, here, here's, here's the thing I question. I give them credit here for being creative. I, I'll give them that. You know, Owen's coming out as Austin. No problem. That's creative. I'll Funny. give them that. But here's the part that I question, bro. When you hit that music a second time, bro, now you're really screwing the audience. And, and I, I'm not sure, bro, that that heat goes to Owens and not the promotion. When you hit that music a second time, bro, you're, you're really screwing your audience now. People that paid money to be there. I don't know if I would have agreed to do that because I don't think I don't think that the heat goes to Owens because mm-hmm. Owens isn't cueing the music from the middle of the ring. You know, obviously, so that 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 was the only thing I didn't like about it was really, really kind of screwing the audience. Yeah, the second time was a little overkill to me. The first time was was fun. It was yeah. fine. Right. Um, now, what do you think about this, Vince? What do you think about Austin coming out at all? Because I was thinking like when I was when I was looking at this, I was like, OK, Either you have, because I, I I'm old school when it comes to physicality, man. Like pull aparts, like save the physicality. And this isn't, you know, not every situation is 
you know, fitting for this, but I would say most, if, you know, most, the majority. Save the physicality for, especially if you're booking Austin almost 20 years to be physical in that type of way, save it for, you know, the actual um, WrestleMania. But a part of me was like, have it come out, have the music hit a third time. And he's like, you know, you, you pan on Owens and he's having a face like, um, I didn't, yeah, I, I told him that the first time and the second time, but I, no, I, I would have him like cut it. Like, no, I didn't have anything to do with this one. Like, yeah, you, you got me for this, the, the first two, but no, no, I cut it. And then all of a sudden, Austin does come out this time, but he wasn't planning on it, you know, Austin to be there. That gets, a, I think that gets a big pop. But that would be a way to save this segment. But I do think it was kind of overkill. But I don't know. What do you think, Vince? Do you save the physicality to WrestleMania? You you don't want to physically see Austin. You can't physically see Austin. But, bro, there's a smoke and mirror show. Mm -hmm. And what what I would have done, bro, is I would have brought Austin up on the screen. And I would have had Austin say, am I in Chicago? Maybe, maybe not. You, you know what I'm saying? And then now you got the fear of God in Owens all night long. And, bro, the end scene is Owens leaving the building. And, bro, just have a black pickup, black winded, to cut his car off and fade mm. to black. But smoke and mirrors. Give me smoke and mirrors, bro. I agree with you. Definitely don't want to see him. You make papal people pay to see him. But, yeah. bro, you can have the illusion that, He's maybe he's there, maybe he's not, but he's screwing with Owens. That's what Austin did. He screwed with you. But, you know, again, you know, Chris, everything always goes back to they because the structure is messed up. They don't have the time to plan for stuff like this. But Mm -hmm. that's what I would have. I would have been doing hocus pocus the last two weeks, man. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot because you don't get the physicality. You don't physically see Austin come out and yeah. you you, you kind of you kind of you don't want to bury the pop, Vince. You know what I mean? Like you, you don't want to do that. The pop is the, the stage right. is set. The pop is set for I agree. Yep. Dallas, right? You yep. don't want to bury the pop, you know, especially no. on a raw. You, you know, yeah. you don't want to do that. I, I yeah. agree with you for sure. And again, before we go to Seth Rollins, uh, listen. Uh, SK Nation, we are action-packed, super full every single week here on the Legion of Raw show. Hey, listen, if you haven't clicked that like button on YouTube, go ahead and click that like button and that subscribe button so it can just pop up every single week. You can see the mugs of Vince and I. And leave a positive comment down in the comment section because why that boosts up the analytics and it continues the big rush, the big wave of Sports Keto, which is having Sports Keto Wrestling Awards with panelists like uh, Booker T and RVD and Bill After and Vince Russo and Eric Bischoff. That was really, really cool, you know, thing that we did this year with the Sports Keto Wrestling Awards. And of course, you, you go on the social medias, you'll see you know, who won the awards, but look, you gotta, gotta hit that sub button and you gotta, gotta leave those comments, hit that like, boost up those analytics. And uh, I think even, you know, less than a 
six seven months we jumped like ten thousand subs that's awesome, on all, bro that's awesome all, we, yeah it's like close to twenty seven thousand subs and just like that so with the sk team and shows like this we have really 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 focused on bumping up and amping up our social media presence especially uh, on youtube and so forth so, so uh, speaking of social media presence the bro show every single thursday with Vince Russo, Diamond Dallas Page, and yours truly. Yeah. We have fun every single week as well. Bro, I was, just, right. I, I was just thinking while you were talking there again, bro, why not after the segment? You know, Owens is putting himself over backstage, this and the other thing. He goes to his locker to change. Bro, throw a freaking rattlesnake in a locker. Ah, there you I go. Mean, that's what I'm saying. You could do this. I like it. Of things, bro. It's so so simple, man. So simple. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Or even, <laughs> or even like, uh, you know, you have one of those production people come out and with a with a big gift box. You know what I mean? With yeah. the big old like box a million with gifted things. Yeah, bro. You know, so he many lifts things. it up. Yep. It's AKA. Uh, you know, it's the old school. Uh, uh, was it Savage and? Uh, Elizabeth have their little uh, shindig backstage, and yep. Savage yep. opens up the box, and it's the yep. snake, ladies and there gentlemen. It it's the snake. I mean that that's that's what we would have been doing these last two weeks. That's exactly yeah. what we would have been doing. Those are good teasers. I mean, those are just yeah. seeds planted, and it creates yeah. Easter eggs, yep. you know, uh, for and it creates a trail for the big moment. Again, you don't yep. want to bury the pop. But those no. moments just continue to add fuel to the pop, the big yep. moment, which is WrestleMania. I agree yep. with you 100%. Yep. So Seth Rollins cuts an interview, um, you know, sprinkles what happens at the end. Uh, Mysterio is defeating the Dirty Dogs. Uh, Miz gives a skull-crushing finale to Rey Mysterio following uh, the match. Mysterio's and. uh he takes off Rey Mysterio's match. All right. So um, here's my thing. There's a couple of things that I wanted to ask you for. There's observation, something I wanted to ask you. From an observational standpoint, the you just had Dolph Ziggler win the NXT championship. You're trying to kind of slightly cross brand and cross promote. Now, NXT on the, the Raw roster has looked not very strong. You, you had Ciampa win once. I think him and uh, Braun Breaker won the tag team title once. That all led to Dolph Ziggler winning the NXT championship just for him to come out as a normal, you know, wrestling talent to lose, <laughs> you know, a match. So that's one. And my second thing, Vince, is a question for you. Now, we saw Dominic Mysterio kind of do an RKO during the match. What what was Vince McMahon, from working with Vince McMahon, what was his philosophy and uh, on wrestlers sharing finisher moves? Now, there's been a lot of talk that, you know, if someone's coming in, 
the only the only, that person only uses the finisher, and that whoever else is using the finisher has to pick something else. What was Vince's philosophy of that's using it? The finisher? That's it, bro. Exactly what you said, and I, I I mean I know that for a fact. When Stevie Richards came over and Sean used the super kick, I mean that's what Stevie used, and he was told flat out. I mean, you are never using a super kick again. And I can't think of guys or instances off the top of my head, but, bro, they were very, very, very strict about that. Mm -hmm. Like if, if mm -hmm. Taker used the tombstone, see, that, that, that was the big deal, bro. Taker does the tombstone. Nobody else does until Kane. Now, yeah. you, you know, so, bro, very, very, very protective of finishing moves back then. Very protective. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very interesting. And it's, it's you know, uh, Reigns used the guillotine choke for a while, you know, while Goldberg was still around for a hot second. But he really doesn't do the guillotine choke as much anymore. He still does the spear. Yeah. But one thing I do like about Roman Reigns is like, it's like the old school, like Hulk Hogan um, kind of treatment. And he doesn't wrestle on the show every week. I love that about booking Roman Reigns. That's that old school, like yeah. I'm better than the show. You know what I mean? Like I, yeah. you have to pay good money and you have to wait to see me compete in the ring. That's an old school way yeah, of making someone feel like, larger than the show you know what i mean yeah i agree i agree i <sighs> did like too bro I, I did like the way you know they had that little theme too of rollins busting the show throughout the show i i i did like that 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 was a little different i i didn't mind that happening at all yeah yeah but i mean bro, this, this was a perfect opportunity what you hit upon what you hit upon earlier bro it was kind of like okay bro let's get the babies over and then we're going to take it back with Miz and get heat on the heels with the mask and whatnot. Bro, like you just said, Ziggler just won the NXT title. They could have had Ziggler go over Dominic with Miz screwing him and then still get the heat. You know, again, bro, like you said, we got one more go home with you want the heels to get as much heat as possible. So that's what I would have done, bro. I would have given Ziggler the big win because of something Miz did. Mm -hmm. Ray tries to revenge Miz and he winds up getting the, you know, mm -hmm. that's the way I would have done it. Yep, I agree. Just them losing, just uh, them losing a match doesn't really make sense with two matches, you know, two roles before Mania. And I was also thinking about, like, you know, you, you can pick any tag team you want. Like, why do they do that? Like, why do they, when these segments, why do they just say, okay, let's do the Dirty Dogs. Out of all the possible teams they can pick out of this role, Dirty Dogs really doesn't have no type of anything with, the Mysterios right now, why would they choose the Dirty Dogs knowing that you want NXT to look, you know, at least reputable? Yeah. And Ziggler just comes in here and loses a match. Why would they, in your opinion, from a booking standpoint, from a writing standpoint, why would they choose the Dirty Dogs out of anybody? Well, bro, what it really comes down to is this, and I don't know the answer to this, but I think this is what it comes down to. How much does Vince value NXT? 
I yeah. think that's what it really comes down to. And if NXT is really no value to Vince, then he's looking at this like it doesn't matter at all. He's probably saying nobody's watching NXT. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean, that's 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 the only thing I could think of. Yeah, yeah. Next, we have uh, Seth Rollins talking to Adam Rose and Sonya Deville backstage. Um, so are they baby faces or heels? I know Adam... He was a baby face and then he played more of a heel. Then he was a baby face again, kind of with Lesnar. Sonya Deville's been a heel throughout the whole thing. Are they baby faces on Raw, but heels on SmackDown, but they beef? Like, what are they? Well, I mean, bro, the only thing I could determine out of this is they've got to be heels if they keep giving a heel a second chance. Yeah. I mean, they keep giving Rollins a second champ. Baby faces, you know, so I was watching the Attitude Era today. Sergeant Slaughter wouldn't have done that. Yeah, that's true. You know? But they, <laughs> they've got to be heels if for whatever reason they keep giving a heel a second chance. Yeah, it, it, they have to be. I mean, they're, they're like, oh, and, the, and they're kind of playing a baby face backstage. But, like, yeah, I agree. Like, he keeps losing the match. Over and over and over, week upon week upon week, yeah. lost sec. You know, didn't make the tag team route, didn't make the Kevin Owens route, didn't make the Edge route, but for some odd reason, we're still he still has a chance. It's like <laughs> it's 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 like that's that's kind of building up someone to kind of get cheers from the crowd. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. it's kind of yeah. like a it's yeah. kind of like a coming from behind story. That's not a really good way to build a heel, though. No, it, it, it's not. It's not. And bro, he, here's the one thing I really hate, bro. Th- this is, bro. I don't know how else to explain this other than laziness, bro. Deville and Pierce are just standing on the raw set. In case anybody has an issue with them, they're just standing, like going to the like you know later on in the show when AJ's hot when they make that announcement. Can AJ not be looking for them in the back? You, you, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But the fact that they're, they're standing there on that set in case somebody's got a beef, we're gonna be standing here for the next three hours. You know where to find. Come on, bro. Could we could we barge in the woman's room while uh Sonya Deville is you know on the crapper? I, right. I mean, can we do something creative other than the same shot of them just standing there? Could they be sitting at the gorilla position? Can we do something, bro? Agreed. I agree. Uh, we miss cuts the backstage interview, the hype, you know, uh, his match, and then uh, Omos and Apollo uh, Cruz. Bro, that's uh, another oh. thing that's a little kabuki to me, bro. I could have sworn, I could be wrong, Chris. I could have sworn when I was writing WCW back in 99, I could have swore Rey Mysterio was not wearing a mask. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, that's, that's what's making me laugh. Yeah, bro, I could tell you, Chris, growing up, you know, Mil Miscaris mm-hmm. was the max guy. Bro, you never, ever saw him. I ne- bro, to this day, if you showed me a picture of Mil Miscaris without a mask, I wouldn't mm-hmm. know it was him. You never saw Mill. 
We've seen Mysterio without the mask, bro. If we never saw him without it, that would be one thing. Bro, the guy went through a long part of his career not wearing the mask. (laughs) Yep. When he was a filthy I wonder, Chris, you want to hear something funny, bro? Yeah. I I wonder if Vince even knows that. That's a good question. Yeah. Yeah. Well, There's a chance that he doesn't, but do you think that someone may have even may have told him over the you know past twenty plus years ago when he? I don't know, bro, because that would kind of make him look stupid. You know, if he's all excited about doing this angle that Miz took his mask and somebody says, "Uh, Vince, uh, you know, Raiden, yeah, that's right. That's kind of the animals ninety (laughs) nine. That's kind of burying the boss, bro. Yeah, it is. Yeah, <laughs> true. Uh, we get Apollo Crews and a Commander Aziz losing to, uh, to Omos. And, uh, man, I mean, I, sadly, I, I, I saw this match. And just weeks beforehand, I saw this match, Vince, and I said, it's a matter of time that they'll be getting the phone call. Both of them will be getting they the ha- phone call. Where do you go from here, bro? I mean, seriously, yeah. where do you go from here? Absolutely. N- Nikki Cross, too. Like, she's yeah. just wiped off the face. She's got Mandy Rose now and not Ma- Liv, Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan. And, I mean, yeah. 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 Uh, well, she was kind of with Dewdrop for a second uh, recently. Just yeah. kind of cutting promos with her, and Dewdrop's been kind of there too. It's just like you you build up Dewdrop with the Eva Marie story, just to basically job out, you know, to people. She's a heel going at the Royal Rumble, one of the biggest pay per views of the year. Heel versus heel, Becky Lynch, and all of a sudden she loses like eighteen matches against Bianca Belair, and now she's just cutting promos with. Uh, um, with with Nikki Ash, and they couldn't even like they're just throwing people together for tag teams, and they couldn't even put them in the tag team uh, title match. Chris, you want to know something interesting, bro? Here, here's what I think their psychology is, and bro, I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. A lot of people in the front office including Vince McMahon, bro, they're not big sports fans. They're, mm. they're not like, you know, Pritchard wasn't a big sports fan. I, I, I don't know about him, but I don't see him as being a Vince never talks sports. Mm. Chris in, in, in professional baseball, you bring up a rookie. All of a sudden, you know, a month in you make the decision, man, he's not really ready. He needs more seasoning. What do they do, bro? They send him back to the minors. So let him go back to the minors. Let him learn how to hit the curveball. Once he gets that, then we'll bring him up. Bro, I have a feeling with some of these people like a dewdrop, you know, as they're watching these matches, all it takes is one person to say, you know what? She's still green. She still has a lot to learn. But, But their idea of... Her having a lot to learn is beat her. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. not send her back to NXT. Ha, bro, have, have some kind of an angle or something where she disappears. Then mm-hmm. get her back at the school, whatever she needs to work on. But their idea is she's not ready yet. 
let's put her with so-and-so, let's beat her. Bro, the, the viewers at home are seeing her, like you said, go from here to here. If she's not ready yet, bro, you've, you, you've got to take her off of TV with some kind of, you know, reason that makes sense and mm-hmm. then season her up a little bit. But to do it on air, bro, yeah. that, that, that buries you. Agreed. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's, it's more of a character thing for, for them because she's been wrestling for a while now. Like she was in, in the, in the UK market, she came from NXT UK. And so even before that, she was in the Indies for, for a long time. And so she was Piper Niven. And so she, but she's been, <clears throat> but it's their way. It's their exactly. way. You know, exactly. she, bro, she could have 12 years in the Indies they want things done their way. Yeah, yeah, yep. And I just don't know. I, I just, I don't, see, unfortunately, I don't see WWE utilizing Dewdrop correctly based on, you know, the the, the matches that I've seen. I, li- I like to research a lot of these wrestlers, you know, just to have a better understanding, just to have a better understanding of their history, where they came from. And I watched some matches uh, a while ago because I really didn't, I didn't, well, not really at all. I watched a couple of matches, but NXT UK, I really didn't follow that. I watched the um, Walter and Dragonoff match. Um, but other than that, for the most part, I didn't follow it. But I did watch some, some, some stuff from Piper Niven in the Indies, and she was really over. And, uh, you know, she wrestled a lot of guys too. So, yeah, she was she was over. But like you said, it's not their way. And so if they don't have a character for her, she's basically as good as done. And she doesn't have 12 years in the Indies or six years in the Indies means nothing if they can't find nothing to do with her. She's just expendable to uh, to WWE. And you can tell like she's expendable. Same thing with uh, with uh, Apollo Crews when he when he was in the Indies. Um, as Zuha Nation and just super over, really, really popular in the Indies. That's the reason why he got that NXT opportunity. But I mean, man, just again, a fall from grace. This time last year, he was building, you know, his character, turned heel, built his character to to be the you know, the the African type of royalty character that he is. And end up winning the Intercontinental Championship last year at WrestleMania. And from that to this, unfortunately, I think that we're going to see him and Aziz in the next bucket of releases. And then guess what? They're going to, you better call Khan. But Khan's going to call him first, though. Uh, Yeah. At least, at least, uh, Cruz. I don't know about Aziz, but I think Cruz will get a call from Khan. So. Rollin with the 999 super chat. Oh, I think that outsiders beat Conan versus Mysterio and Ray had to remove his mask. Hello, I remember Nash telling Ray to put the mask back on because he didn't like Mysterio's face. RIP late greats to Kaha. Nice. Very nice, Rollin. Very, very nice. Nice memory there. Thank you for your super chat as always. Big shout out to Rollin. Rollin. Uh, very nice. Thank uh, you, Rollin. Thank yeah. You. Yeah. He's a, he's a, Weekly faithful, and he's uh not afraid to 
give up the the moolah to, yes to thank, get you. A comment thank you thank you so very very appreciated there um next we have the uh <laughs> uh it's AJ Styles cuts an in-ring promo. And to me, it just felt so flat. Yeah. Like you, you, you wait weeks for AJ to make this big comeback. And it's just like, oh, he's just he's just back again. Well, he, he, he yes, Chris, because here's the problem. If someone does that much damage to you. Okay, and you know, bro, you know, AJ's supposed to be a bad. Mm-hmm. I don't know what word to use. I know I can't use the word I want to use, but bad you know, apple supposed to be as a, a, a bad apple. warrior like, animal would say. Yeah, he's supposed to be a bad apple. Okay, bro, you're supposed to be your bad apple. You come back after you're being gone for two weeks. You should immediately be going after Edge. Correct. You're not going to go in a ring and cut a promo and talk about what you're going to exactly. do to him. You're gonna do it to him. Exactly. Like, what is stopping you from doing it to him? That's where they kill the talent, bro. And that's where AJ's got to say, I've been sitting home for two weeks. All I could think about was Edge. Why am I going to the ring and cutting yes. a promo? That's where, bro, you they've got to speak up to protect their characters because I'm sitting there saying, bro, he's probably hanging out in the back. Why are you cutting yeah. a promo in the ring? Yep, yep. I, I agree. Stuff, I agree 100%. And again, you're talking about burying the pop fence. He's supposed to have this return pop. You're supposed to have this excitement you know, anticipation with Edge. Edge has a whole different character. He has moonlighting uh, from the 80s sitcom comeback. You know what I mean? Like, he has all of this, all these bells and whistles to really get this new character rolling, cutting promos. And then, like, all of a sudden, eh, AJ just comes back randomly, just like, just like normal, just like yep. his. And this is like, again, Burying the pop. It's yep. just there, there was nothing about AJ's return. This is supposed to be a return from getting two concertos. It's like, ah, eh, like didn't no sell the inner, didn't sell the injury, cuts a promo to Edge, who's already in the back, you know, cookie but he's cutter, in the bro. middle of the ring. Just, yeah, just cookie very cutter. cookie. Just, cutter. It's just cookie cutter. That's it. That's it, man. I agree with you 100%. Yep. Uh, Seth, Seth Rollins comes out talking about again, burying the pop. Uh, Seth Rollins comes out after AJ supposed to have this return pop. And then he says, Oh, so how about I get inserted in your match? And then Deville and uh, Pierce comes out and says, okay, this is your last, this is your last chance after like 80 other chances, but this is your last chance. If you don't win, you know, you're out. If you you have no chance. So this that was the segment for that. And bro, it was Why? the it was the exact segment they did with Owens last week. Sa- same exact thing. It was. Word for word, the same exact thing, bro. Yeah, absolutely. 
Carmella and Queen Zelina, they have a best day segment. They argue and they fight. I mean, why? What was the purpose? I mean, ultimately to, to make them embrace again. But why even like tease friction in this? What was the point of it? Bro, again, something that makes absolutely no sense. There's a slap and there's a brawl in the back. And I mean, literally, bro. Ten minutes later, they're embracing in them. That would never happen. That, that that just would not happen. You would you would not have the time to cool off in yeah. ten minutes. It would not happen. So so, bro. He here's what I'm looking at. Like when they embraced, I'm like, okay. So I guess what happened in the back was a work. But it looked like they were really fighting, Chris. Yeah. Like yeah. it didn't. Like, I, I, bro, I don't, I, I, I don't know. I, bro, listen. Like, like I said, man, all the years that I wrote, I put myself in the shoes of the wrestler. Mm-hmm. You just had a brawl in the back. What is bringing you together here to embrace? I still don't know. I mean, I don't like. Know you you know like you've been competing against the same type of people every week um carmela's been doing her spiel her stick with with Corey. why are like what what caused you the embrace and why is selena hitting hitting rhea ripley with the scepter why is she even coming out and why are you coming out? Oh, no one even really cared that y'all had friction. Y'all didn't even like people weren't even uh, in, involved in this whole feud. Like oh, like like other other teams weren't like, ooh, okay, we have an advantage now because the champions are you know having friction. Nobody cared that they had friction. <laughs> Thank like, you. That Thank wasn't you. even a thing. Like, nobody even showed that they cared. I do. Yes, nobody. But she comes out and hit Rhea Ripley like Rhea cared or something. It just didn't make sense to me whatsoever. It did not make sense at all, bro. No. Um, and, and Mike, we talked about, like, my gosh, bro, like, there is so much money written on Rhea Ripley, and this is how you're using her? Yes. Have you what do you what do you think about her and Liv? They they you know Liv is like a mini Rhea Ripley. Like, is it is it uh like let me let me throw something out there for you, Vince. So I know that you're you know you were very close friends with Joni Laura with China, right? What do you think? Like when I look at when I look at those two together, I look I think of China and Stacy Carter. I think of the cat in, in, in China. That's that's the difference in the the size. You know, it has right. a very China and the cat feel to it. Do you how would you do this? Okay, right. Basically, you have Rhea Rip, you're 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 being told. You have Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan. They've got to work together now. We really don't have anything for them individually. They've got to work as a as a unit. How would you book Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan? I would together? never book them. I would never book them, bro. No, no, <laughs> you, 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 you've got 
God knows how many people on the roster. They should have done exactly what they did with China. She should have been the bodyguard to a guy, bro, a heel. They have. I, I don't know if they've done that since China. That was a long time ago, bro. That was 20 years ago. They could have found, they could have found an Australian wrestler. I mean, you know, they both got the same accent. I mean, that's that she needs to be in a standalone role, not in these tag team matches, these three six on like it's ridiculous, bro. It's yeah. so simple. It's so easy, man. Yep, and uh, I think we we talked before in a writing with Russo. I think we said that Finn Balor would have been a good person for her to be, you know, a bodyguard. Yeah, he would have been. Yeah, he definitely would have been. Yep. Yeah. So your answer to my question is with Stacey Carter and China, Liv Morgan, Rhea, there's – you've got nothing. There's nothing there. There's nothing there. There's there's nothing there. There's nothing there, bro. Like those, those two would be the last two people I would ever put together. There's no rhyme or reason. It makes zero, zero sense. They've got dark makeup. Bro, the most entertaining thing Liv, Liv Morgan has done since I've been watching this show is when we saw her mother. And that should have been the gimmick, bro. She should have had the redneck family. The mother should have been managing her. Every time she has a match, she goes home, she gives her mother all the money. That should have, that should have been the gimmick. Her yeah. mother was money. Money, bro. What was the mother's name again? She had a funny name, like a Fifi yeah. was like Fifi or yeah, something. something. That should have been the gimmick. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agreed. I like it. Yeah, I, I just when I when I saw them too, I said, "Man, I wonder how Vince would book them." Oh, uh, no, I, it never them. happened. Never. China happened. and the cat. What, what made you like? What made you bring Stacy Carter with the with China? Like, what was what was the what was the purpose of? Well. You, I, I don't you know if that there, was, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know if that was. I don't think that was on my watch, bro. No, no, I don't think so uh, because I because you left around fall of '99. Right? The last thing we were doing with China was the match with Jarrett, where she won the Intercontinental Title. That was the last thing Good I was doing with her. After that, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. So Stacy Carter came right after that because yeah. uh, there was a. <laughs> There, there was a segment where uh, I think it was Armageddon of 99 where they just had her like go bare chest nude. Like she just pulled her shirt up. And <laughs> it's just. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if I can take credit for that one. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. Well, <laughs> that's that was one. Like I was in my teens, I think, at that time. Yeah. Well, I was, a, I was an adult at that time. But uh, I, I was like, yeah, let me just bring my sons. Or, yeah, we're watching our begin. Whoa! Let me- <laughs> <laughs> she, she just kind of, she just, she just did it. She just did the gimmick. It was just, just bare, just, just straight up nude, uh, from the top up. And I'm like, oh, okay. So, uh, uh, yeah, Michael May Young was in that segment also. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, it was, it was pretty funny, but uh. 
it just yeah so so basically so are you do you even know who the cat is stacy carter oh yeah you know i work with yeah yeah Yeah, i I figured you did i figured that so they had her be like uh like a mini me china like like she 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 did the whole um like uh kind of black lacy like you know like the um gear that she the china would wear like dominant she was like the dominant one and 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 uh the cat you know uh stacy carter she came and she was just kind of like the mini china she was just walking around and and, and kind of pull her uh just kind of just kind of be the 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 clone the clone and so it's it's kind of like i I was thinking like Liv morgan somehow could be like the clone of rhea ripley since they have the dark paint and they the gear is not too far off they still they both have the black gear and i was just like something's gotta happen here because rhea's money and then Liv morgan she just keeps losing matches like they'll they'll kind of build her up and then she'll always lose the big ones like there's just gotta be something there that yeah you know bro let let me tell you something about casual wrestling fans bro casual wrestling fans they have to believe that somebody can beat somebody up or hurt somebody bro who's who live is so small who is she gonna hurt, bro? You know, like AEW has this problem too. You know, I, I keep an eye on AEW, but bro, you you got three guys: uh, uh, Dan Housen, Jungle Boy, and Orange Cassidy. Mm-hmm. Bro, they bro, they all wear it. They all weigh a buck fifty, and every time you see these guys, gimmick aside, bro, they're never gonna win a fight. Like, who are these guys ever going to... Now, bro, if you're doing that with one person, you might be able... Gilberg, you might be able to get away with it. But when you got three guys that have the same build, 155s, the casual wrestling fan is sitting at home saying, who who are these guys going to beat up? And that's, that's my feeling with Liv. And, bro, don't get me wrong. She works very, very hard. No question. Yeah. I'm not, but bro, you can't, you can't change the fact that you're five foot nothing, a hundred ten pounds. Mm-hmm. Who are you? You gonna beat up Rhea, Rhea Ripley? Right. You gonna beat up New Drop? Like who? Who are you going to? You gonna beat up Natalia? Who are you gonna yeah. beat up? Where in the world would you put Liv Morgan right now? Like how would how would Vince Russo use Liv Morgan if she was a part of the roster? I don't know, bro. I would probably use her as somebody's squeeze, a heel's squeeze, and she she she's just a heel and helps them win matches. Gotcha. That's what I would probably do. Okay. Very interesting. Uh, well, that that whole segment basically. So. That whole segment was Natalia and Shayna Baszler beating Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley. Uh, Liv Morgan is usually the butt end of you know the the losses when it comes to any tag match, trios match, whatever it is. Uh, so you have Zelina coming in, hitting Rhea with the scepter post match. 
Carmella attacks Baszler and Natalia after doing his uh, her uh, Corey Graves uh, spiel stick, and then Quinzelina and Carmella embrace. So that's the that's the segment that we're explaining. The next bro, segment you know, is you know you know what's so funny when you think about it, bro. With all due respect, we're, we're talking about tiny girls, small girls, and you know at the end of the day, you gotta you gotta be able to eat somebody, you know, bro. Uh, so Liv Morgan somehow, someway gets on every show, right? Meanwhile, Alexa Bliss, who is above and beyond the performance, Alexa it is stuff like that, bro. That's like what is going on? If I had to choose between this whole night, 99.9% of people will choose Alexa Blitz, but yet she's not place to be found. Yep. Agreed. Uh, I, I agree with I I agree hundred percent. I agree. Uh <laughs> So yeah, I, I I heard I picked up a lot of what you said, but uh, a lot of people from the chat are saying that you went out uh, on us. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's saying that there are connections. Uh, a bunch of people are saying that your connection went out. I don't, I don't, I'm not sure. I'm sure it'll probably come back up, but uh, yeah, you look grainy, <clears throat> and uh, but. The show must go on. We, we'll, we'll make it work. Yeah, it says, oh, no, we can't hear events. And so David's trying to uh, – now you sound more clear. Now you're looking more clear. Oh, yep. Is it okay? Yeah, you look more – yep, you look more clear all of a sudden. Yep. I don't, I don't, I don't know what happened. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what happened either. Uh, I, I think uh, I think you were hacked by um, Mustafa Ali and Retribution. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Now we have uh, Becky Lynch's promo, Vince. What, what, what do you What do you think about? Uh, hold on. We we don't just have Becky Lynch's promo this week. We have the Terminator. We yes, got we, we got, got we got the Becky Nader. This <laughs> yes. bro, I, I I don't get. I don't I don't get this girl. I I I don't get this girl. Every, every, you're, you're supposed to be a heel. And every week it's a different Halloween costume to pop the people in the back, pop your, I don't know who you're trying to pop, but when you go out there dressed like the Terminator, bro, she, she's got to be doing this on purpose because, you know, Bin Hamin says all the time, bro, you got to commit to the bit. Well, if the bit is you're supposed to be a heel, you've got to commit to that bit. You can't go out there, you know, looking trendy and looking cool where, you know, little kids in the audience are going to think, oh, that's a cool look. You've got you. You've got to know, bro, that's not a heel thing to do. So my determination would be you don't want to be a heel and you're going out there and you're doing it half apple. Yeah, that's true. And you're not committing to the bit. I, I agree. I think that's a good point. And look, I, 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 
I deal with eating, uh, uh, eating disorders, uh, as a therapist. So, uh, you know, I understand if, if it is a serious thing, you know, I, I get the gravity of the situation, but I don't, I hope it's not the case, but I, I just don't know. Vince, what do you think, man? Cause she just doesn't, she just doesn't look right. And so I'm wondering like if, if she needs to, if, if there's some personal things that she needs to deal with, she needs some time off for that. If she needs to hit, hit the gym back, you know, after paternity, you know, after having the baby do that. But she just seems so tiny now, as opposed to where she was before. What, what, I mean, what do you, what do you think is going on here? I don't know, bro. I think cause you know, like I said, I'm going back to seeing her on Austin's podcast. And she really did seem like life changed after motherhood. So mm -hmm. I don't know if that's playing a role, bro. I mm -hmm. honestly, bro, I can't imagine like, I, bro, listen, I was on the road. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I was on the road. I, you know, I wasn't on doing house shows too. I was on the road just for TV, bro. I cannot imagine being a new mother. Yeah. And then working that schedule and leaving baby with relatives. I, I yeah. can't imagine that. I can't imagine. You you probably can better than me. From a psychological point of view, I can't imagine that, bro. I, I used to, if you know, like if I was on the road and I knew my son had a baseball game, it would drive me nuts. But you're talking about, you know, the paternity tie between a mother and a child here. I, bro, I don't I don't know what that could do to somebody. Yeah. And especially after, I mean, so they had the baby last spring, I believe. So <clears throat> she came back SummerSlam. And, uh, you know, it's it's good to give about, a couple months, about six weeks at least before you can really start training and, and hitting the gym and things like that. And then there's more time of training. Yeah, they had, they had, uh, SK Nation, um, from when did, when did Becky and Seth have the baby? I think it was, I think it was last, uh, May or June, maybe somewhere around there. Um, so, cause I know she came back in August. December 2020. Thank you, Jordan. So <clears throat> December 2020. So she had near, she has a year, you know, basically a year and a quarter uh, to basically get back in shape. So, I mean, the baby's over a year old now. I mean, again, you know, as a, as a mother there, that's still that infancy stage. Yeah. You know, and trust me, I, 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 understand this as a psychology doctor i deal with this stuff all the time when it comes to the neurological you know uh effects of uh having a baby and you know a lot of times people have uh, a type of uh, diabetes that they have to you know recover from and a lot of uh, uh, uh post you know uh neurological dis uh kind of challenges and things like that after after having a baby it's a, it's a very emotional uh it's a very taxing process just just yeah. across the board even even post having the baby so you know it, it, it's it's a lot with, with that 
exercise actually does help um, with that. It helps a lot. It helps substantially with that, actually, with with creating more of a balance after all of that uh, is going on. But she's had over a year. So I just really, um, I really hope she's doing okay. Paul, you know, this is at the end of the day, Vince, this is just a job. You know what I mean? Like it, it's yeah. just a job. So you can't put your job above your emotional well-being and, and, yeah. and, and psychological well-being. Yeah. But, you know, there's, there's no job, you know, that can, that can, uh, is sufficient or that can replace your stability, emotional stability. So I, I hope she's doing okay. I, like in all seriousness, I hope she's doing okay. And if not, it's okay. Like take some time off, you know, like yeah. get yourself together and, re, you know, repair. And and I, I agree. I a hundred percent agree. So we shall see. Um, and, and the thing is, you know, as far as just dopamine and, and, and levels being off and things like that, um, I mean, there's 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 a bunch of things that can that can um, kind of boost dopamine levels. Work exercise is actually one of the best things that actually can boost dopamine levels, and she does that a lot. So she's actually doing what she needs to do to restore uh, those neurological imbalances. But at the same time, um, you know, after a year. It shouldn't take that long. Again, from my experience as a psychology doctor, it shouldn't take that long um, to to be to to get worse and, and look, you know, very frail. You know, yeah. Ronda Rousey, for instance. You know, she um, she got and, and again, you know, it's a case by case basis with different people, but typically though, um, there's you you gain weight and then based on you working out you lose the weight again and ronda rousey you know she can you can tell that she's losing the weight that um she's she's losing the weight that she's gaining back from the from the baby so yeah, yeah uh it, but ultimately though i agree with you this is this is serious stuff this is life after wrestling this is real life this is Mommies with babies. This is serious stuff that we're talking. And at the end of the day, all that wrestling pales in comparison. Yeah, to, bro. And, know, and that's the stuff. thing, bro. I'm not sure how old Becky is, but I can tell you this too, bro. Like the older you get, mm-hmm. it, it just, you know, bro, listen, you'll, I, I say a lot, a lot. You will hear me say like the marks have made it to the ring. And there are going to be a lot of people, bro, where wrestling supersedes everything. Supersedes your wife, supersedes your kids, supersedes everything. That's That's how much you are obsessed with it. But there's also that other person, bro, where as the older they get, and, you know, like, you know, a situation like this, being away from home, being away from kids, the body starts breaking down. There are other things I want to be doing you know, their, the, your perspective changes. I was one of those guys, bro. Like, to me, it was always a job. And the older I get, the more, you know, okay, bro, been there, done that. I want to go do something else now. So mm-hmm. who knows, bro? Maybe she's going through that. Yeah, she's 35. Wow. You know, was that, yeah, um, okay. Well, that's. Yeah. 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 Uh, she, she's reaching that. 
that that part of your life uh actually around after 27 it goes downhill so cognitively it peaks between 25 and 27 and then it starts to decline after that that's the reason why uh there's so many things psychologically that you need to continue to do to sharpen your mind and again it goes back to working out (laughs) honestly you know exercise is such a, a huge cognitive factor in development so um reading is also another one to keep one's mind sharp um traveling there's a lot of things that that causes uh that from a positive standpoint <clears throat> Rollin, once again let's give where's your where's your soundbite wow look for? at Rollin. Where, where's my hold on Rollin? where's your soundbite yeah absolutely Rollin. You guys mentioned Finn Balor leaving to AEW, and I can see Rhea Ripley leaving with him. Rhea should be working with the big girls, do jobs, Charlotte Belair. Ronda Lynch was a big girl. Now she's small. Yeah. Um, she's, uh, it's it's very sad to see her like that. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, Rhea's money. Um, she was she was really big in UXC UK for a while. And even before that, she was in the uh, May Young uh, tournament uh, classic, and she looked a lot different. She had a more blonder hair, longer, not dark in the face as far as all the makeup and things like that. Now I know that she didn't really want that. It was kind of like a preppy girl. I mean, she looked like a cute volleyball player, you know, back then a lot. Now she looks yeah. like some goth, you know what I mean? Yeah. Look, yeah. I, I wish that they had a, I wish that there was a balance between the two. Like in yeah. in between that, I think we should get that part of Rhea Ripley. So, yeah. Uh, all right. So let's go to Austin Theory cutting the backstage promo, um, hyping up, you know, his match with uh, Austin Theory. Then we get a Vera Mahan vignette. Vince. Oh, my gosh. WWE announced on social media that Veer Mahan will be here on April the 4th. Wow, really? On on Raw, April 4th. Wow. Bro, here's another, here's another total, totally, 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 totally dropped ball. Bro, this whole angle with the Austin Theory and McAfee. Bro, how 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 was Vince not a part of this angle? What, what what was the point of Austin Theory in his office for two months? And then, bro, there were so many creative things you could have done with this and really made Vince a part of the angle. Bro, if you don't want to do that because of his age and everything else, I understand that. But my yeah. question is, then what was all that stuff at the beginning? Like, what was that about? Yeah, agreed, hundred percent. I, I think he was just. It, bro. I think he just goes like, "Yeah, you know, this isn't really going too far." He's probably looking at the ratings. Was like, "We're still getting one point sixes and one point sevens." Yeah, 7s. yeah. Symphony of Self Destruction with the four ninety nine super sticker. How about this? Lots of love tonight on the Legion of Drive. Really appreciate it. Very nice. All right, so we get Finn Balor defeating Austin Theory. Distraction from Pat McAfee from commentary the whole time. 
I saw this, Vince, and I said, why? Why? What's the purpose of having Austin Theory lose two, two shows before WrestleMania? Isn't aren't you supposed to protect uh, this is a, your celebrity, like this is your celebrity, one of three celebrity matches. So continue to have like having the heel lose and get the heat just sucked out of them. Yeah, it's two shit, shows bro. before WrestleMania. Exactly, Chris. You got two weeks. Heat, 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 heat. It, at least two weeks of straight heat. At least, bro. At least nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing, oh. man. I do, I don't understand it. RK Bro defeating the Alpha Academy. Um Otis attack again at heat. Oh, Alpha Academy just loses a match. Like, okay, they attacked the the champions. They they did a we don't know who's going to be a part of uh WrestleMania deal, you know, when Rollins and Owens were still in it. Only all all they had to do was just attack the champions and the challengers to be a part of the match just to lose and get that heat just sucked away from them. And at the end of this segment, the street profits are the ones who got the heat out of all this. I just, I don't understand. You're you're wearing Chicago bulls color stuff just to get heat, just for them to say, look how high Montez Ford is going, which is a very baby face thing to do. Yep. The, the character development on this show is absolutely trash. I just, oh. I, I looked at this. I said, and, what is this? And, and that, Chris, that's the thing, man. I'm going to get back to the casual fan again, bro. The quality of programming now with, with, with the streaming services and Netflix and the, the amazing shows that are available to you. Yeah. And then you're watching this and you're like, Bro, like, come on, man. I agree. Speaking of Gosh. watching this, Reggie oh and Dana Brooke defeating Akira Tozawa and, and Tavita. <laughs> Vince, this is your favorite segment of the night, wasn't it? What, 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 why are we sticking with this, bro? What? Why are we? What, for, for people that want to cut back, uh, you know, salary and bottom improve bottom line and finances why are any of these people getting paid why they're not drawing one person bro what why are they getting paid why agreed and i talked about a lot the, yeah the i'm on just saying chris you, you take these four people off the show you're missing nothing but go ahead bro nothing nothing, nothing. i agree with you 100 vince again I, I talk about I'm a business guy. I'm, I'm about business. I talk about return on investment. Yeah. Okay. Yep. What is my ROI with Akira Tozawa? And again, I hate to see people lose their jobs. This again, a lot of people think fantasy land, you know, when it comes to wrestlers. But this is a job just like everybody else. If you but lose Chris, your job. That, that, bro, that's the norm in wrestling. It, it, nobody's losing a job. You have a run. Everybody yeah. has a run in wrestling. The run stops and the run ends. Everybody, every, you're on top. You have your good run, then it's over. That happens to everybody, bro. So yeah, the, to your point, to your point, there's, there's you know, 
coaches that has you know right. some good years, right. and then they lose a few, a few. You know, they they have mediocre years, and they let go. I mean, bro, do you I, I know the you. average, bro? The average career for a major league baseball player on the average, bro, bro, three years. Three years, three years wow. for the average player. Three years, bro. I mean, oh. you, you had your run, bro. I had my run. Yeah, <laughs> you that's got true. your run, and that's it, man. That's a good point. I think when it comes to sports, yeah. I mean, we think about that. We we don't we don't. I mean, again, I, I hate people losing their jobs, regardless if it's a run or not. But at the same time, I think at the end of the day, we have to realize that from in the area of sports, sports entertainment, whatever that, whatever you want to put in there, right? People have runs. I yep. mean, it's you know, I, I'm a I'm a huge uh, college. Uh, football fan as everybody know i'm a big ohio state mark of football and hey i mean like here's the thing earl bruce uh, who came right after woody all right woody woody hayes he uh he was five they call him uh was it mr uh nine and three or yeah, like he 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 would usually get like decent, you know, nine and three, eight and four type of records. Uh, but at the same time, with Woody Hayes being there as long as he was racking, you know, Big Ten championship after national championship, multiple national championships, multiple Big Ten championships, coming after Woody Hayes with that type of mediocre record. It was not good enough, and he even beats. If I'm not mistaken, I know I know his last year. He found out he was about to get fired. He ended up beating Michigan. I think he had a five and four record in nine years against Michigan. So he had a winning record against Michigan, and it still wasn't good enough to keep him on. You know, uh, um, keep keep him there. Same thing with uh, Joe Cooper. He was there 13 years. He was two ten and one against Michigan and they canned them because, Bro, when, because- you, when you when you talk entertainment you're talking actors actresses actresses musicians Bro, they yep. all have their run. Madonna's not still on top, bro. I hate yeah. Bro, Lady Gaga had her run. Like yeah, you true. you have your run, bro. Then you, yeah. you know. That's true. Yeah. Then you then you tour when you're, you know, 60 and 70 old school stuff, but uh, right. or 50 and 60, well, 70 if you're like the Stones or something like that. But yeah, uh, yeah I mean, you still, you, you, you kind of go in this nostalgic, but you're not looking at the charts. You know, it's 2002. Right. You're not looking at, you know, uh, uh, MC Hammer. Right. You know what I mean? Right. It's number, number right. one on the charts. Maybe in 92, 30 right. years ago, yes, but not yeah. in 2022. So, yeah, uh, I agree. Uh, let's hit the super chat before we uh, before we head out. Uh, Greg Krosnoff, 999. And why? Would they book this 24-7 segment after Great 10 point, p.m. Greg. and all the kids were asleep? Great point. Great. Absolutely. You are you are dead on, Greg. Dead on, bro. Yep. Great point, Greg. Great, great point. I agree with 100% there. All right. Uh, final segment. Uh, Vince, your thoughts on uh, – we, we, we touched – let's, let's talk about this for a second and yeah. how this yep. is so horrible. And, like, let me tell you what I would do. 
First of all, bro, again, bro, eat baseball, which is the most traditional game imaginable, Chris, even they are changing rules because they need more people to watch. This is the archaic wrestling BS that makes me want to vomit. Why is Seth Rollins getting disqualified because Edge is using a chair on AJ and Rollins has nothing to do with Edge? Nothing to do with him. So why is Rollins being penalized? What should have happened, bro, was the match should have gotten thrown out and then you got to return the match. And, bro, here's another thing. This is what I'm doing if I'm writing the show. Seth is so desperate, bro. Last chance to get in WrestleMania, WrestleMania, WrestleMania. Now Edge screws him out of the last chance opportunity. Bro, I'm going after Edge. Exactly. I mean, I'm, I'm going after, I'm not going after the I'm not pulling tables apart. I'm yeah. going after Edge. Do, do, do these people, bro, are they so entrenched in the wrestling bubble that they have no idea how real people would react in these situations, bro? And and, and even, even aside from how real people would act, how saga episodic television is. Like, if you think of it from an episodic saga standpoint, You've got someone who cost you an opportunity to be in the big marquee, whatever. Okay. So I'll just look at that person and say, no, no, no. And I'm still, he's still right there. I can still go up to him and express my, you know, very disgust with him. And so I'm shocked. Why would I be shocked? If they've been beefing, Edge and AJ Styles have been beefing. You wouldn't be. Why would I be shocked at that? That he came in with a chair? I shouldn't be shocked at that. And so instead of getting upset at the people who are carrying the the, the, the timekeeper and everybody in the commentating team, why don't you just get upset with the person who calls you your WrestleMania spot? Similar to what you just said. Bro, why wouldn't you go one step further? Why, why wouldn't Seth Rollins say before the match even starts, why wouldn't Seth Rollins say, I know Edge is going to interfere in this match, so why don't we make it a no DQ? Why yeah. Why doesn't he say that? It, yeah, exactly. Why doesn't <laughs> he say that? It, bro, that, that's, that, that, that's what I mean. The, the insulting of the audience, bro, is it, it's – it's it's shameful. It really, really, really is shameful, bro. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing, Vince. Why isn't this a no DQ match? Like, why why would my wrestle? Why would my spot at WrestleMania? How anticlimactic is that? But my spot at WrestleMania to be null and void over a, a disqualification. Like, I just that doesn't make sense to me. But Again, we know what's going to set up. You know, he, he Seth Rollins said, Raw's not going to happen until I get what I want. Yeah. So, does this mean that Cody 
uh, starts Raw next week with the debut. They can't they can't save it for the end. They're just going to do it right out right out the gate next week. Oh, it, it, this this whole thing just cracks me up because I'll tell you why. And everybody, mark mark my words. March twenty first, two thousand and twenty one, guys. I'm telling you right now, okay? Because I am a casual wrestling fan and viewer at best. At best, bro, Cody Rhodes is not going to add one eyeball to this show. Not one. I want everybody to write down what the, what the rating is pre-Cody and what the rating will be after Cody. And, bro, let me make one thing perfectly straight. It's not Cody's fault. It ju- Just like it wasn't CM Punk's fault. Was yeah. not CM Punk's fault how he just became another name on the roster. Yeah. Bro, this is not going to make one hill of beans difference to people who are not watching the show. I agree with you. Because you have to think about events. The people who are watching AEW are watching WWE. So, I mean, there, there. It's not, it's not people defecting from AEW exclusive to WWE, or if they are exclusively watching AEW, they're somewhat aware of a, a WWE, not to for Cody to come over and move the needle. And if they're watching AEW, they're not going to stop watching AEW because they just followed Cody and now they're going to watch WWE because Cody's in WWE. Like it's just what, bro, however you want to piece it together. It's not going to move a needle. And bro, let me tell you something. Wrestling isn't even must see TV for wrestling fans. And I'll tell you why, Chris, I'm going to tell you why, you know, on Friday rampage was moved back because of the tournament. Mm-hmm. Okay, bro. Bro, they did under 400,000 viewers. Mm-hmm. Bro, if you are a fan of this show, you're going to watch it after the tournament. Here, here's proof in the pudding, Chris. Chris, do you know, the, the uh, I'm a big Giants fan, okay? Bro, the, Gi- the Giants had an exhibition game today. It's going to be shown on the MLB Network at 4 o'clock in the morning. 4 a.m. 4 a.m. I will set my alarm for 4 a.m., bro. I will set my alarm for 4 a.m. because I want to see the game. This show was moved back to like 11 o'clock or 1130, and they lost 100,000 viewers. Bro, that that tells you this is not must-see TV. None of it. If, If I miss it because they're moving it back too late, no big deal, bro. I'm, 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 I'm telling you, I am starting to think more and more and more. Chris, everybody always used to ask me, Vince, do you think there'll ever be a day where there's no longer wrestling? And I would say, are you nuts? There's always going to be a WWE. There's always going to be a wrestling. But Chris, I'm, I'm in a spot right now where I'm watching such incredible content on television and and wrestling is just horrible compared to what 
I'm watching, bro. And that audience is going to get smaller and smaller and smaller till all of a sudden, bro, we've got roller derby on yeah. our hands. Because yeah. I'm telling you, bro, unless they really make an effort to up their game, that number is just going to continue to dwindle, bro. Yeah. I think you always have your homers. Um you know who, who's gonna who's gonna be there for wrestling for wrestling's sake, but I think at the end of the day, it, the drastic decrease in in viewership shows that people want riveting television, right? And if it's not being handed to them, they're like, ah, eh, well, I've got so much. I got so many things to do in my week than to commit well, bro, myself to this. You, you'll hear people. In this- all the time here's what you hear all the time oh there are so many choices now yeah bro and they're watching those other choices because it's better than wrestling exactly that's why they're watching bro if wrestling was the be all or end all it wouldn't matter how many choices that there are they would it would be must see tv but the fact that they're watching other things is because this product is just not good. Yeah, agreed. Uh, before we close up, similar to your uh, um, your your MLB, I, I remember I used to watch back in the day. I used to watch Raw at eleven o'clock uh, after the uh, Kennel Dog Show. It would be preempted. Oh, <laughs> the kittle, the kittle bro, club dog. We used to get so hot when that really? freaking dog show used to preempt us, bro. We were so hot. But yeah, no, I get it. I, I totally get it and understand, bro. I get it. Yep, yep, absolutely, man. All right. What I well, also one thing I get is the buzz going on with Channel Attitude. Let them know about it, my man. Yes, guys, check it out, man. I, our full site should be going up real shortly, bro. We got a lot of great uh, content on there. Check out channelattitude.com, bro. Channel Attitude, brother. This guy here is Vince Russo. I'll give him a Scott Hall shout out. There you go. Ah, uh, yeah, absolutely. I'm Dr. Chris. This is writing with uh, this is Legion of Raw. Uh, catch that sub, hit that sub button. Sub, Sports Kita, hit the sub button, leave a positive comment. Let's let's get those analytics up. If you like the show, and again, SK Nation, you, y'all are awesome, man. Just just hanging out with us, continuing. It's still highly populated every single week, still is right now as we speak. And uh, just let let everybody know. Share share this, you know. Share this video. Let people know how much fun we have every single Monday night. So, with that being said, this is Legion of Raw. We're approaching WrestleMania season, and I have one question for you: Are you ready? <laughs> have a good night, everybody. Peace. <laughs>